Have you ever talked with someone whose eyes were totally glazed over? They were looking at you and technically listening to you, but it's clear that they were not hearing you because they were not present with you. Uh, so this happens to me all the time with my kids. I'm going to be looking at them straight in the eyes, giving them very clear instructions, but they can't hear me and they're totally distracted by something else. Uh, sometimes even a simple task like putting on your shoes or putting on your socks, those things take two or three times as long. And I find myself saying, are you listening? Can you hear me? What did I say? Say back to me what I told you. Uh, but let's be honest, I can't just blame my kids. This also happens to me. I can be physically present and outwardly engaged, but inwardly cold-hearted and totally absent. In Isaiah chapter 42, verse 18, God says, Listen, you deaf. Look, you blind, so that you may see. And here in this passage, he's not speaking to individuals with disabilities. He's speaking to able-bodied men and women. In verse 20, he says, Though seeing many things, you pay no attention. Though his ears are open, he does not listen. Here, God is confronting his people. Their blindness and their deafness has resulted in judgment. But praise God, their judgment would not last indefinitely. God's justice is never absent of grace. Redemption was in their future. God was up to something that they could never imagine. In the next chapter, in chapter 43, it says, Now this is what the Lord says, The one who created you, Jacob, and the one who formed you, Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. I will be with you. When you pass through the waters and when you pass through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. You will not be scorched. When you walk through the fire and the flame will not burn you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, and your Savior. In verse 4, Isaiah says, Because you are precious in my sight and honored, and I love you. In verse 5, God through Isaiah says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Would you stop and meditate on those last few verses for just a moment? Especially verse 4, where God says to us as an intimate and loving father, You are precious, honored, loved. Is that something that resonates with you? If it does, would you take a moment right now to say thank you? Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God the Father. Thank you, God the Spirit. As this chapter progresses, God reminds his people of his distinctness and his plan of redemption. In verses 11 and 12, he says, I, I am the Lord, and besides me there is no Savior. I alone declared, saved, and proclaimed, and not some other foreign God among you. So you are my witnesses. This is the Lord's declaration. I am God. God explains that even in the midst of their difficulties, he is at work. If that's really true, that means that God is presently at work in your life, regardless of the condition of your life. 
So consider the different ways that God might be manifesting himself to you. Is he manifesting himself through his word, through your relationships, through your community, through your job, through your school? What is it that God is using to reveal his presence to you in this moment? And listen to this, verses 18 and 19. Do not remember the past events. Pay no attention to things of old. Look, I'm about to do something new. Even now it is coming. Do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. Wild animals, jackals, and ostriches will honor me because I provide water in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my chosen people, the people I form for myself, and declare my praise. Are you listening? God doesn't get tired and he doesn't take vacations. He's not absent from our pain and our frustrations. When we find ourselves in the desert or in the valley of the shadow of death, even there God is present and he is at work. In difficult circumstances, it's easy for us to look back and to wish for the good old days, whatever those good old days were. But God says, look forward. Look forward to a hopeful future. Look forward towards a miraculous future. I will make a way. You believe that today? If you do, would you take a moment to tell God that? We, we took a moment to thank God that we are precious and honored and loved and valued. Now let's embrace this promise that God himself will lead us forward. God did bring his people out of their physical captivity in the Old Testament and eventually returned them to their land. But more than that, God has made a way for our hopeful future through his son, Jesus Christ. Our debts are paid. Christ died for our sins and he rose again. And we too have a hopeful future, glorious resurrection with him. Back in Isaiah 43 in verse 22, God says, but Jacob, you have not called on me because Israel, you have become weary of me. I wonder if that's you today. Maybe you feel a little distant from the Lord, disconnected, maybe weary of the Lord. If you're thirsty, turn to him for a drink. Call on the Lord. Seek his face. Walk with him into your glorious future in Christ. Our prayer today is from Psalm 139, verses 22 and 23. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my concerns. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Don't glaze over. Listen with your ears and with your heart. Open your eyes and your mind. Allow the Lord to reveal to you any offensive way and follow him in the everlasting way. So let's take a moment now to pause, to slow our hearts, and to focus our attention and affection on the Lord as we pursue him in prayer through Psalm 139. Wherever you are, uh, if you are sitting or driving or walking or running, take a moment to still your heart, to still your mind as we pray Psalm 139 verses 22 and 23.
Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my concerns. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the everlasting way. Amen. This has been a production of Gospel Community Church. I'm Andrew Morose, pastor of Teaching and Vision. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast and give us your comments. If you want to reach out to us directly, email us at info at gospelcc.org.